bubble screen left side. Robert Woods charging ahead. 45 breaks inside 40. 35-30. Robert Woods first down 20. 10-5. Touchdown. LA. Snap to Prescott. Rolling right. Throw to Beasley. Down to the two to the pylon. Touchdown to Beasley for the second time today. And it goes to Clement. Up the middle he goes. And he's hit for the touchdown. The rookie has his third touchdown of the afternoon. He grabbed him in a chokehold and he, slammed him he, to the ground. I mean, they are A.J. Green slammed Jalen Ramsey to the ground. I have never in wow. all my years in the NFL seen a player do wow. something so bad. With your inside look at everything football, it's TSN 4 Downs with Andy McNamara. Brought to you by Domino's. It's week 10 in the National Football League, folks. We are rolling. Past the halfway point. Welcome to TSN 4 Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton on Twitter at TSN 4 Downs at AndyMC81. You can get us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and our show page on TSN1050.ca. And yeah, we are delivered by Domino's. I'm going to get myself a medium feast pizza. Any medium feast pizza for just $10.99. You can get that. You can get the side dishes. Large four-topping pizza for $11.99. Check it out at Domino's. .ca. That's dominoes.ca. Boy, do we have a show today, folks. Oh, almost too much show. Almost too much show. Legendary NFL writer now from ESPN 710 in Seattle, John Clayton. Yep. John Clayton is going to be joining us in about a half hour time. Before that, NFL Network analytics and fantasy football analyst Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia is phenomenal. If you've seen her on NFL Game Day on NFL Network or any of her, her shows, she brings it. It's not just hot take fantasy conversation. It's it's the, the science behind it. She gets in, so you don't want to miss that. We're going to get to your fantasy football questions as well at AndyMC81 at TSN4Downs. Also, if that wasn't enough, NFL Canada Managing Director David Thompson joins me. Now, they have a new partnership with Cineplex Theatres. And Scriz, being the given people that we are, we've given away pizza on the show, We've given away cash on the show with our DraftKings contest. We're going to do that again this week, too, at DraftFree.com. But this week, we're going to give away Cineplex VIP game tickets. Move over, Santa Claus. Andy and Scrizz are the kings of gifts. Like, that's it, man. Christmas has come early. So what this is going to be, and I'll tell you how to enter later, but it's the November 19th Sunday night football game. I believe it's Eagles-Cowboys. It's going to be huge. Big game. Big game. game. And you can watch it. It's going to be at the Toronto Cineplex VIPs. There's going to be three locations. We'll get into it later. But you're going to have your chance. If you haven't been to the VIP theater, folks, that's the ones, the big cushy chairs, you order food, beer, whatever. Chill out and watch the game on the big screen. So we're going to have that to give away as well. So a lot of show today. We're going to save most of the Thursday night football talk, Seattle versus Arizona. Uh, Seahawks taking that one 22 to 16 conversation for John Clayton because he is out in Seattle. But Scris, right off the top, another star goes down. Rich Sherman. He called it he, he called his shot on the field. He said, tore my Achilles. And afterwards, ruptured Achilles. He's done. Yeah, all week. He was the all the injury reports just had Sherman. Didn't even know he was going to play. Yeah. But he said he he was he's a tough guy. He's a warrior. He went sure. out there. Pushed the doctor away. Did you see that? Yeah. The doc the doctor's trying to help. You don't push a doctor away. If, if I was well, a doctor, I would have said, fine, kick them in you the... You also don't stand and walk around on the sidelines after you rupture your Achilles heel. Right? So... I would have kicked him in the ankle. So, you need my help now? Rich. But, but man, you, the, 
the entire like an entire Pro Bowl roster is out with injuries this year. It's so sad. Oh, it's crazy. They had Adam Schefter tweeted out a list, and you could have a, a legit Pro Bowl roster of injuries. It's crazy the amount of players that go down. J.J. Watt also went down on a Thursday night game. He did. More players are coming out saying they don't want these Thursday night games anymore. I wonder if the NFL will actually listen to these players. I don't know. Well, there's... Because well, it's, it's big for them, right? Like, Well, the collective bargaining the, the collective bargaining is what? Um, the agreement's up, I think, after next year? So they'll they'll have a chance to negotiate. But, like, why not, why not just do Friday night games? Or just do Sunday and Monday, like it used to be? I don't know. Uh, Friday night, you have the high school... High school games in the states are huge down there, right? High school hysteria. Okay, I don't know. People will still watch the NFL I, on Fridays. I, I agree, but then you also get people going out Friday nights, right? Like I'm sure there's a science to why they pick Thursday. Yeah, there's also a science that these guys can't recover after guys, three days. So. Yeah, that these guys keep getting banged up. It's tough. It is. It is tough. That's for sure. So uh, we're past the halfway point of the season. So I want to get a, a feel out there for you four down listeners of. What's been your biggest fantasy football draft regret? What's been your biggest disappointment? A guy you drafted, you had high expectations for, and you now regret it. At AndyMC81, at TSN4Downs on Twitter. It's the options I put out there. Tweet your own, if you like as well. Terrell Pryor, Julio Jones, Marshawn Lynch, or Jordan Reed? Pryor, Jones, Lynch, or Reed? For me, I, in separate drafts, in separate leagues, I have drafted both Pryor and Jones. I'd say for me, the so biggest... you're doing well. Well, they're two separate leagues. I was able to rebound from those ones. And Julio, he's been... He hasn't been Julio-like. Like, if you just had a, a WR3 putting up the numbers Julio would, you'd be happy. But Julio's a first-round pick. And that's the whole Julio's point. Julio's a top-five pick Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, totally he was. He has been for the last, what, Five, six, seven, eight, nine years. He only has two games over 100 yards. That's crazy. He hasn't had one of those games where he's like 200 yards with two TDs that, we used to, that we're used to seeing from yeah. Julio. He's constantly banged up, right? He's got one touchdown this year. That's Andy. it. That's it. So is it Julio Jones? Is it Terrell Pryor? For me, I'm going to go Terrell Pryor. I'm going to go Pryor because not that the free agent signing dollar amount was so big. Because he ended up, it was a $6 million plus incentives deal one year with the Washington Redskins. But the expectations, he had a 1,000 yards with the Browns last year having five different quarterbacks throw to him. And what looked, he showed flashes of eliteness. So the obvious assumption was, well, put him with a competent NFL quarterback like Kirk Cousins. Around him, it's not like you had a Julio Jones type of player that was supposed to step up and steal the show. He had a chance to be a number one. It's crazy. Now he can barely stay on the, barely get on the field. Like he's a WR four. He's getting like yep. 20, 30 yards a game. He's getting passed by Josh Doxson too. First round. Pick. Sure is. He Kirk, sure Chris is. Thompson catching balls out of the backfield. That's the thing though. Kirk Cousins has actually been a steady fantasy QB. Yes, he has. And he's, that's. It's not like you're going to the backup, and that's why it's so disappointing for Terrell Pryor. You got to park him. You got to park him on your bench. His projection squiz are under six points every week. Yikes. Every week he's had one. Double-digit game and one touchdown. Well, that's what happens when you can't run routes and you wear boxing gloves when you try to catch the ball. <laughs> but he's so dynamic, and that's why he flashed. Again, with the Browns, he had 1,000 yards. So Terrell Pryor is it for me, but you can pick Terrell Pryor, Julio Jones, Marshawn Lynch, or Jordan Reed at TSN4Downs at Andy MCD1. Who's your biggest 
fantasy football draft regret scores. You can go from the list or go off the board. No, I went with Julio. With Julio, just because of like the expectations that yeah. you had, and it's not like he's hurt. Like he's healthy. He's playing all these games. Maybe he's not 100. percent Like I saw the game well, last week against Carolina. An ankle. Yeah. That he there was a thing in the second half. He was kind of hobbling around. But then did you see the catch he dropped in the end zone over the shoulder? Yes. It would have been a 50-yard touchdown. Would have been a huge fantasy day. I'm not used to seeing huge. Julio Jones mess up these plays. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's Matt Ryan. I don't know if it's just because of the offense. Like Steve Sarkeesian hasn't been able to replace Kyle Shanahan no. properly as the offensive they coordinator. They miss him. They miss Shanahan. They absolutely folks. miss him. They miss Shanahan. That, I said it this offseason. Devontae Freeman is not running the ball no. like we expected either. He's getting, what, 70 yards a game, if that? They are missing big time Kyle Shanahan's offense. I called it. I, you cannot underestimate. You're the smartest. What, well, thank you. I like to think so. I also called Deshaun Watson getting injured. No, I take no joy in that, by the way. I like watching Deshaun Watson play. Just a class act there, bud. That's a class act. Yep. I told you so. So, okay. Jordan, you know what? Jordan Reed, though, has to be up there. I put him on because the tight end position is so razor thin. But you should always expect when you draft Jordan Reed that he has injury problems. Same this isn't with, the first time he's had true. injury problems. That's true. In the last three, four years. Yeah, but again, you have Jordan Reed there expected to produce, expected to have a big year. And yeah, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But when, think about your other options. Gronk, Kelsey, Reed. At the beginning well, of the Greg year. Greg Olson, but he got hurt. Didn't he got hurt. Coming. Tyler Eifert got hurt. And Greg Olson's not like, he's steady, right? He's good. He's, he's, he's good. He's but, good. But he's not like. Don't he's, downplay Greg he Olson. He doesn't have, I will downplay Greg Olson. He's not, <laughs> he's not a, a necessarily a wow factor guy who can blow up huge like a Jordan Reed potential. But you're right, Skids. You have to keep into account. And he's questionable again this week. He's only had Jordan Reed one double-digit output, and a two-touchdown game. That's that's it. Yeah, that was the Monday night game, and you weren't even sure if he was playing. So Against a lot Philly. of people had him on the bench. Yeah, sure you did. So Sure you did, right? So uh, that's that's where you can vote, at TSN4Downs, at AndyMC81. We'll try to get to some of your fantasy football questions later. Got a bunch on Twitter, at AndyMC81, at TSN4Downs. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Skriz, let's hit up real quick our uh, big three here. Let's get to the game. Picks. The Big Three. This is an interesting matchup to me. One o'clock, Buffalo Bills hosting the New Orleans Saints. And it's interesting to me because, well, Calvin Benjamin's suiting up for the Bills. How is he going to be utilizing that offense? The Saints' D is legit, folks. This is not, this is not a fluke. This is not a drill. The Saints have a good defense for the first time since the, their Super Bowl year. They're legit. Now, the Bills are not built to play from behind, at least pre-Calvin Benjamin. They're more conservative. The line... Is uh, let's see. It looks like a looks like maybe a pick'em here as far as uh, which way they're going. But the Bills five and three losing to the Jets. They're getting into a territory now where you gotta win if you're the Bills. If you want to keep pace, if you want to give yourself the illusion to contend with New England, you gotta win here. But the Saints are six and two. I'm saying Saints go on the road, beat Buffalo by a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game because both both defenses are really good. But I think the Saints win by seven. I think the Bills are a different team at home. Um, the, the couple games they had before the Thursday night stinker against the Jets. Mm-hmm. And it'll be cold. They're not in the Dome. That, we have to keep that into account, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, they're used to playing in the cold. Tyrod Taylor with 11 days off. I think that's what he needed. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he can get assimilated better with Kelvin Benjamin. Hopefully we see him actually on the field in this game. That's the wild card. How is he going to be used? And even though the Saints have played better on defense. And the one thing about the Saints as well, they're running the ball. 
successfully. Yeah, really. A well. lot like a lot more than they have in recent years. Taking like, pressure he, off of Drew Brees. Alvin Kamara looks like a stud. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. And Ingram too. They're, they're, like, what a duo! You have two top fifteen running backs in fantasy on the New Orleans Saints. Who would have thought that? N- never. Never. And that that is with and Adrian Peterson got the boot. Absolutely. Like, all, yeah, they've been 0 2 with Peterson. They've won, I think, six straight since he's been six off the field. And two. So Wow. I I think this is gonna be a close game. I think Buffalo at home, New Orleans being a dome team, they don't really do well on the road the last couple of years. I'm gonna stick with Buffalo. You go one. Buffalo, okay. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, right. I gotta go with the Bills. Go with the Bills. Okay, we'll roll through these two quick. Dallas Cowboys into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Matt Ryan versus Dak Prescott. Zeke Elliott, bye bye. Yeah, for now. For now. It, apparently, he can appeal again December first. He might miss the first four games yeah, of the suspension. But then. Who knows? he is gone. And one of the and we'll get into this with Cynthia Freeland after the break. NFL Network analytics and fantasy football analyst. Who who do you take? Who, who's the hot Dallas running back? Is it Alfred Morris? Is it Rod Smith? Hot Rod, Roddy Smith. Ooh, I like that. Hot Rod. You roll the dice and McFadden. Anyway, you're without Zeke. Falcons in town. We talked about Julio struggling. He was listed on the injury report partway through this week. Looks like he's going to go. I'll say, give me the Cowboys on the road, man. Yeah, I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this one. Just that offensive line, they're so dominant. Falcons just don't, doesn't look like they know what they're doing on offense. The defense is struggling a bit, too. Until Matt Ryan can put the game on his shoulders and go for a 400-yard, 3-TD type of game. We got to see it. Dak Prescott's a stud, too, man. I still think he's underrated. And he's going to get a chance, and I don't think that running game suffers as much without Zeke as some people think. All right, last one. Short passing game for the Cowboys would be big. Yeah, just dink and dunk it. Uh, Patriots-Broncos. Not the not the New England-Denver battles of the past. Ooh, boy, quarterback at Broncos is... Uh, that's ugly. Uh, it's on the road. The people, Tom Brady struggles at Maha. Yeah, when Peyton Manning was there, he's not there. Yeah, Brock Osweiler. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Tommy Terrific in the Pats, no doubt. Yeah, what happened Done. to that no fly zone defense last week, Denver? If you play Carson Wentz or Alshon Jeffrey in last week's Ooh. DraftKings pool, you probably won pizza. You probably won. You're pizza, probably the man. only person that did it. You probably <laughs> fifty plus. So how do they bounce back from that? They right. don't. It's uh, yeah, that one's gonna be Pats all. The way. We'll take the break. Still to come in the show, NFL writer from ESPN, John Clayton. That's in about 20 minutes. After the break, though, Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network Analytics and Fantasy Football Analyst. You don't want to miss this. A lot coming up. TSN 4 Downs. A lot of people are trying to tie it in, frankly, with the issue regarding uh, my stance as to uh, the chairman and renewing the commissioner. Uh, that's really not right. Those are, are, are really separate issues. Yeah, really, Jerry Jones? Really? I don't know. Seems like he's a little bitter with the Ezekiel Elliott suspension. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. You can get me on Twitter at AndyMC81 at TSN 4 Downs. You can send in your fantasy football questions to me there. We'll get to a few of them later on in the show. We're delivered by Domino's, folks. Go to Domino's.ca right now. Choose any medium. Feast pizza. For just $10.99, side dishes, marble cookie brownie for dessert, everything you need at dominoes.ca. Still to come in the show, legendary NFL writer, now with ESPN 710 in Seattle, John Clayton coming up. We'll also have Cineplex NFL VIP ticket giveaway in a little while, as well as our DraftKings fantasy football contest, our Domino's contest. You go to draftfree.com right now, enter the NFL Pick'em Contest, draftfree.com. Win a Domino's grand prize and cash, baby. Screws and I will get to some of our picks there. But 
first, I chatted with her earlier today. Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network Analytics and Fantasy Football Analyst to set you up for NFL Week 10. Joining me now, she is an NFL Network Analyst. You can follow her on Twitter, at C Freeland. It is Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia, how's it going? Really well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And in case people haven't seen, they see you already, but in case they haven't, NFL Network, uh, they can see you every Sunday, NFL game day morning, beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern. You are up early, and you also host... I'm on the West Coast here, so 4 a.m. Oh my gosh, that's right. So you're up 4 a.m. Well, a little secret, our part of it starts a little bit later, so we're good. (laughs) So so it's like 5 a.m., right? Right. So our, <laughs> so our part of the show, like the part that comes from the West Coast, starts at nine, so that's six a.m. Oh my god! Or six a.m. Pacific. So we, we get a little extra time to sleep in. You're a warrior, uh, and, and you also host the Game Theory and Money podcast with Matt Money Smith. So you're very busy now, Cynthia. We got to go first, I think, to Dallas, and in the the twists and turns, the will he won't he play? It looks like for now, anyway, he won't. Zeke Elliott out. So for people scrambling to their waiver wires, what do they do? In this game, so here's, here's kind of what Zeke Elliott brings to the game. In the past four games, no player in the NFL has earned more rushing first downs than Ezekiel Elliott. He averaged 6.8 per game in the last four. It's 5.8 for the season, also tied for first. That's a big difference maker when you think about controlling the clock, time of possession, everything that teams really need to, like, securely win a game with him out obviously they've had they've known about this since august 11th so they've i'm sure created many contingency plans and we get did get a peek into kind of what their starting lineup was going to be last week we saw alfred morris was listed as the number one does that mean that he'll get you know that 26.3 volume touches per week that ezekiel ellie got i do not think that's how you navigate that. I think it's more that you think, okay, Alfred Morris is the smarter, safer fantasy pickup, at least for this week. But when it comes to kind of how do they win games, it becomes a lot more risky, more Witten, more Des Bryant, who's also been on the injury report. So it makes it a much different proposition, leaning on that defense more. And Cynthia, it's it's almost like, and it does you no good as a fantasy owner because we live in the now, but it's almost like you, you have to wait and see kind of like, okay, when J.J. got traded, what were the Miami Dolphins going to do? You gambled on either Drake or Williams, and if you went Drake, that was the good play, but you, you almost have to see it all play out first. Right. I mean, if you have him on your bench, go get Rod Smith and Alfred Morris. I think Darren McFadden is the one that I would say is number three. Right. So if you want, I mean, you had room on your bench to do that as a contingency plan. But for me, I would probably try to look elsewhere. I mean, you've got Alex Collins. He's a great fantasy pickup. If, obviously not this week because the, the Baltimore Ravens aren't playing, but in, in weeks going forward, that could be a better option. Don't try to force it in there just because, you know, this is someone with extra special volume. It, it's not going to be a one-for-one exchange. Right, right. In conversation with Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network on Twitter, at C. Freeland. Now, you put out on Twitter, uh, actually, the uh, at NFL Fantasy did, said, nervous about LaShawn McCoy? Don't be with the Buffalo Bills. And, Cynthia, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that the New Orleans Saints defense is good. But I think we have to at least respect it. So why is LaShawn McCoy a good play against the Saints? Well, if you look at what the Saints have given up, they've given up nine 20-plus rushes. So that's tied for the most in the NFL. And if you look at their linebackers, now the Saints defense revamped their pass rushers. They've got three 
uh, in their defensive front, three people with at least 20 pressures and Cam Jordan with 39. So that changes the passing game. If you look at their cornerbacks, Marshawn Lattimore, I mean, you literally, opposing quarterbacks, get a better passer rating throwing the ball into the ground than they do in co- when Marshawn Lattimore's in coverage. So wow. just if you're keeping track at home, 39.4 is what happens when a quarterback throws the ball into the ground. That's the passer rating you get. When you throw it to Marshawn Lattimore, way, it's something like 36.4, which is less than that. So if you're looking to where they're most vulnerable, I think targeting those linebackers, which they're still good linebackers, but that's kind of where they're the most vulnerable. And LaShawn McCoy could be the answer, especially if you see, you know, big body Calvin Benjamin now potentially going to draw the, the space a little bit different in the middle of the field. Right. And we'll have to wait and see how he is used with uh, Tyrod Taylor. Now, mm-hmm. one interesting pickup, the uh, Martellus Bennett, bye-bye from the Green Bay Packers, the big offseason free agent signing shunned, waved away, and New England is there to scoop him back up. What does he mean? Because this isn't like typically somebody picked up off the street and has to learn a new system. He was just there winning a Super Bowl. How much of an impact do you think Martellus Bennett makes right away? And is he somebody you want to start right now? This week, he's not in my starts. Two reasons. The first is he has been on and off the injury report in Green Bay. Now, I don't know what the truth is or how injured or I, mm-hmm. I don't know his health status, but that raises a big red flag because, I mean, they wouldn't have put him on the injury report so often if something wasn't going wrong. Second, this is, I don't believe that New England's going to be in a position against Denver this week where they're going to need to trick you with anything. I think that, you know, between how we've seen Denver's offense not be able to string too much together and we've seen, you know, pressure points where Dallas's or not Dallas, the Broncos defense has been vulnerable. I don't I don't don't think that New England's going to need to trick you with him. Hmm. However, I do think going forward in different weeks, I think that you're gonna have an opportunity to play him again this season if you still have him. I would stash him and kind of hold on to see depending on the matchup. So not necessarily this week for a daily play, but long term on the bench and, yeah, and try to slide a, him in later. Not a not a daily play, not a play where this week I that it'd be kind of a very high risk, high reward, yeah. you know, situation. But I just don't like. I, I kind of hate all those stats. Where like Tom Brady plays terrible in Denver. <laughs> you know, you have to remember that those stats are often like you know playoff stats, and those are not right. regular season games. And it's not who's the quarterback again? Exactly. You know, it's it's not that it's not Tom Brady against Peyton Manning. You know, and, and it's not yeah. like it's it's not. You have to remember each game, although those it's fun to say, like, this is the place where he's lost the most games, you know, whatever, of any away place. But it's, it's, not, a, it's not going to be that situation, you know, this week. No, no, it, it coming off giving up 50 points. Oh, my gosh. Nobody saw that right. coming for the Broncos D, man. So let's go quarterback here because the, the buys, you mentioned it off the top. We're without Alex Smith. We're without Derek Carr. And we're without Carson Wentz. Joe Flacco, I'm not as concerned about. But those three... <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> you know, Joe Flacco's a buck 50 yards passing this. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay missing Joe. But but when we look at the other one, Cynthia, whether it's league, whether it's daily, it brings up interesting points of where do we go at quarterback. And I want to I want to get your thoughts on this because this is an intriguing matchup. You got two veteran journeymen who have had Josh McCowan right now with the Jets and Ryan Fitzpatrick at the Buccaneers. We know Fitz Magic can flash, and Josh McCowan has been nice this year with the Jets, surprising at four wins. Do you go with a McCowan or a Fitzpatrick if you have one of those quarterbacks on buys out of your lineup? 
So I'm going to give you my, you know, my projections, and then I'll tell you where those two fall. Okay. So for right now, for me, in this game, you know, this week, it goes uh, Matthew Stafford for the Sunday and Monday going forward games. Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Tyrod Taylor. Then Josh McCown. Oh, boy. So if you're going to take a gamble on one, for, in my model, it's Josh McCown. Um, I do think Fitzpatrick has and is in a diff- an interesting situation. And I do think, you know, his receivers with Mike Evans gone, you know, Deshaun Jackson has nice upside. Maybe you pick up Adam Humphreys if you're mm-hmm. in a pinch. And Cam Brate most certainly has a great opportunity. Same with Doug Martin. However, I don't think that, like, look, I think Tampa Bay is going to be playing from behind. You talk about Josh McCown, nobody in the NFL, no quarterback has a better passer rating under pressure right now than Josh McCown. And I think that, you know, you look at his, their ability to, their defense's ability to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks. I mean, you saw what they did to Tyrod Taylor. That's, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not big on recency bias, but they will be able to get pressure on Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think this is a game where Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be playing with the lead in any sort of management. I think this is more of a, if you're going to take a risk on one of those two, it's Josh McCown. So, Cynthia, people can catch you live on the East Coast uh, watching NFL Game Day Morning. That show starts at 7 a.m. You're a little bit later. Uh, Game Theory and Money Podcast along with Matt Money Smith. Now, where can people get that? Is that a link on your Twitter? Yep, it's on my Twitter. It's on in the iTunes. It's, in, it's on iTunes. It's on NFL.com, Stitcher. There's a bunch of places that Perfect. you can find that, too. Awesome. And, of mm-hmm. course, they can find you on, uh, on Twitter, at C. Freeland NFL Network. Cynthia, a real pleasure. Let's do this again. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. That was Cynthia Freeland. How about that knowledge? Wow. From NFL Network. If you missed any of that interview or any of the show, you can get us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and I'll post the link on Twitter at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81 after the program is done. We'll take the break. Now, legendary NFL writer from ESPN 710 in Seattle, the one and only John Clayton, coming up right after this on TSN4Downs. Russell throws far side into the end zone. Touchdown, Seahawks! Jimmy Graham from the two-yard line. Just an alley-oop. Um, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty rough, but, you know, just like anything else, you know, you can't make excuses, you got to play. You know, I was out there, so you didn't have to play. I feel like Thursday night games put people in harm and when their body's not prepared. So to lose a player of his magnitude and his caliber is just, uh, it's, a, it's, it's tragic. Thursday night football should be illegal because the guys don't have enough time to recover. Players continuing to hate on Thursday night football. Seahawks defeated the Cardinals. Richard Sherman out for the season with a ruptured Achilles. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. I'm Andy McNair, and you're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto. TSN 1150 Hamilton across the TSN radio network. Get us on Twitter at TSN 4 Downs at AndyMC81. And folks, we are delivered by Domino's Pizza. Choose any medium feast pizza for just $10.99. Check out all their great deals. Carry out delivery, whatever you need, at Domino's.com. CA. Very happy to have on the line legendary NFL writer, now from ESPN 710 in Seattle, the one and only, Mr. John Clayton. John, how's it going? Good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm well, sir. I'm well. Listen, let's start with the Seahawks. A lot to cover off of that Thursday night game. Let's begin with Richard Sherman. We saw him melted on the field, and it turns out he was right. Achilles, which had been bugging him all year, gone. Uh, he's out for the rest of the season. What's the drop-off look like for that Seattle defense without Richard Sherman? Uh, it could be significant, and it may not, because what you look at is that they were like the third or fourth best team in nickel, giving up 4.7 yards per play. 
They uh, had gotten Shaq Griffin, a uh, draft choice in the third round, one of their draft choices in the third round. He's been sensational as a rookie. And then they made a trade for Justin Coleman, who came from New England, who had been actually in the camp uh, of Seattle a couple years ago. And they were doing pretty well. So now you take away one of the least targeted cornerbacks in football because he really only gets about maybe two at the most three completions a game against him. So that kind of balances things out. So they get Earl Thomas back when they come to the Monday night game against Atlanta, and so they have to see where they are. I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and sign Byron Maxwell, hmm. but you can't replace a Richard Sherman. Their big decision now over the next 10 days is to decide, can you stay in the cover one, cover three defense that they play that relies on a lot of man? Knowing that your three main options are a rookie and Shaquille Griffin, you know, uh, kind of an unknown, but a guy's played well in the nickel, and Justin Coleman, and Jeremy Lane, who really is a better a slot cornerback than outside cornerback. So I'd have to think they have to reach to the outside, and it's a natural. Byron Maxwell is being paid $8.5 million this year by the Miami Dolphins after they cut him. He worked out in Atlanta about a week or so ago. I'd have to think he's got to be a consideration because even if he doesn't play in the next week or two, at least you have him as an outside option. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing. Richard Sherman, obviously you want him in the lineup, but there there are other options there for Seattle. So it's not necessarily a complete disaster. But, John, I want to get to on the offensive side here. You have Russell Wilson, inconsistent year overall for that offense, but the running game cons- continues to, to really befuddle everybody. They get Eddie Lacy in. He was getting those bonuses for staying under a certain weight. Now he's out. He got the, the starter gig a couple weeks back and didn't really perform. Like, where's the running game at in Seattle? Uh, let's see. They play in Seattle, so it's probably somewhere in Boston, maybe in uh, Miami, because it's certainly not in the state of Washington. It's just non-existent right now. <laughs> Part of it's blocking, because mm. believe it or not, they're better pass blockers as questionable as the offensive line is than run blockers. You know, They got an upgrade when they picked up Dwayne Brown at the left tackle position, both as a run and pass blocker, but it just hasn't been there, and the backs just aren't hitting it right. Uh, teams are able to defend them without too much problem. You know, Thomas Rawls, who had 865 yards as a rookie, has not been the same. He tends to not hit the right holes, tends to outrun some of the blocking there. Lacey just has not had any kind of speed. I mean, their best running back, certainly at the start of the season, was Chris Carson. I mean, a seventh-round pick who did great, but he's out for the year. And then, you know, this, and it's weird because for talent, here's how talented they looked on paper and what you saw in the field. Their sixth-best running back, was Alex Collins, a draft choice from last year. He was cut, and he's now, you know, 500 and some yards for the Baltimore Ravens, yeah. which is just, you know, but that's how t- they looked on paper. They have a practice squad guy that they picked up from San Francisco, Mike Davis. I think he might have to be an option, but whatever it is, they're not getting anything out of Rawls. Lacey's hurt. C.J. Proceis is always hurt, and so if there's going to be any running, it's going to be Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's going to have to keep zipping around. In conversation with ESPN's John Clayton on Twitter, at Clayton ESPN. Let's look at this NFC West as a whole here, John. Like I, I think it's safe to say the LA Rams in first place at 6-2 and two, entering Week 10 has to be one of the big surprises of the entire season, never, never mind just the division. One of the biggest surprises in years because yeah. the improved scoring I mean, from 14 points a game into the 32 range is like the greatest in NFL history. Wow. And it's a testament to uh, Sean McVay. McVay not only is a great young coach, I mean, he brings that exuberance and the mind of a John Gruden, but he's hired a great staff. 
I mean, Wade Phillips on defense, Mm -hmm. Greg Olson is just a quarterback coach. I mean, it's phenomenal to see what he's doing. And if you watch him coach on the sideline, he's magnificent. He puts everything into it and has gotten the best out of Jared Goff. You watch the creativity of what he does in the field with the things as far as motion and different plays. And what he'll do is he'll look at an opponent and pick up something that's like, oh, I I saw this play Buffalo did a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to use it. He'll put it in. I mean, the guy's magnificent. Kind of comes in with a little bit of that Mike March type of uh, maddening style. But he's been absolutely sensational. But the problem they face still is even though they have a slight edge you know, with the one game or so over Seattle, you know, they still have to come to Seattle after losing the home game against Seattle. That's going to work against them. They have a big game at home later on against Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, it's still, but they've got a great chance to make the playoffs. And right now, because of the Seahawks loss to the Washington Redskins, you know, a chance maybe to win the division. Wow. Uh, now, the rest of the division, Arizona on the decline, clearly, after being a, a really to be considered a, a NFC contender a year ago. Is this just a, a roster, John, that, that's too old? And after this year, I'm thinking they've got to be looking rebuild, right? Like, you, you yeah, got to be I, done. Yeah, I have to think so. Yeah, because they, they qualify for four compensatory picks oh. after the season. <clears throat> so you have to think they're set up right now. First, they have to see if Bruce Arians is going to come back. Right. There's mixed vibes on that. Actually, it was funny because I was in uh, walking around at the uh, in the press box picking up things uh, at the game on Thursday night. And uh, there's actually a contention of people think that Bruce wants to come back and work with a young quarterback, but we'll see about that. Hmm. But Larry Fitzgerald's likely to retire. Carson Palmer's going to decide if he wants to retire. And they're the oldest roster right now in the NFC. And what hurt them was that uh, they got older as opposed to getting younger. And they did that by losing free agents like Tony Jefferson. Now, I know that Calais Campbell was 31 years old, but he's been the best free agent signing of anybody who's not named uh, Anthony Whitworth. So uh, that, that hurt. So they lose five key guys on defense, and so they go from the number two defense into about the middle of the pack. And then offensively, once they lose Carson Palmer and David Johnson, you know, they lose the ability to pass the ball. I mean, you know, as Drew Stans had a great seven and three record with Bruce Arian and two stops, but he's a fifty two percent completion. Yeah. I mean, that's great if you're in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> but if you're in the two thousands and tens, I mean you're in bad shape at fifty two point six. So and you know, Bruce still loves to go deep, play action and all that stuff. You know, Adrian Peterson, you can't hit him for 37 carries against San Francisco and expect him to bounce back against Seattle in three days and do any good. So what did he do? 22 carries, 29 yards. And also was stopped for a safety and fumbled on his first snap. Yeah. Last one for you here, John. San Francisco 49ers 0-9, the Browns 0-8. Can we see the first duo of 0-16 teams with these two clubs? Well, no, because, I mean, right now uh, you've got the New York Giants are playing absolutely awful, visiting the 49ers with the chance, I think, that the 49ers might be favored, as strange as that sounds, wow. to be able to win that game. I mean, that one, I guess if indeed the 49ers lose the home game to the Giants, then you have the chance of maybe one of those two teams. But when you start to look down the rest of the schedule, where do you see a San Francisco win? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can see a Cleveland win. You know, because last year you looked in the middle of the schedule and says, hmm, what, week 15, they play San Diego Chargers, they have a home game, maybe they can get a slip on that one, and they did, they got the win. But I think that there, there's a chance that at least one of those two teams could go 0-16, but right now I think San Francisco has a chance to beat the Giants. This is their best chance this week. Uh, John, thank you so much, a real pleasure. Okay, Andy, thanks. All right, John Clayton, get him on Twitter, a must-follow, at Clayton ESPN.
Catches work uh, weekdays, ESPN 710 in Seattle. We'll take the break. We're going to hear from NFL Canada Managing Director David Thompson. I'm going to have Cineplex NFL VIP kick it giveaways for you. And we're going to get to some fantasy football sleeper picks, your questions, and our DraftKings contest. All coming up, TSN 4 Downs. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back to TSN 4 <laughs> Producer Mike Skrzniak, wow. Bringing in the tunes. You're listening to TSN 4 Downs, TSN 1050, TSN 1150. Andy McNair. This show's amazing. This is great. I got uh, this off a Betamax tape. Oh, this is like old, old school movies. Why are we talking movies and, and, and listening to uh, an old movie intro? Well, I'll tell you why, folks. Because I got... A contest giveaway. Nobody, I don't care who you, nobody takes care of their listeners better than we do on this show, Chris. Nobody. Nobody does. Nobody does. And the reason that movie clip is in play is because Cineplex and NFL Canada have teamed up. And we're then teaming up with them. And what they're doing is they're bringing to Cineplex VIP. That's the the big cushy seats, the, the, the food, the beer you can have. They're teaming up to air NFL games. Starting November 19th. So we have Sunday, November 19th, Eagles Cowboys at either the Queensway Theater, Young and Dundas, or Don Mills Theaters. We're going to give away VIP theater passes to go see that game on the big screen. What you're going to do at the end of the show, we're going to post it from my Twitter at AndyMC81, my pinned tweet with the TSN 4 Downs link. You're going to follow me at AndyMC81, follow at TSN 4 Downs, and retweet that pinned tweet. Then we'll have a random draw Sunday night. You're going to win yourself two tickets. That's it. Nice and easy. I actually got a chance to chat with, uh, earlier in the week, NFL Canada Managing Director David Thompson to tell us about this contest and what NFL Canada is up to. Joining me now, Managing Director of NFL Canada, David Thompson. Tell us a little bit about how this all came together. Well, I think, Andy, in Canada, I think everybody knows uh, how... Uh, big and prominent Cineplex Entertainment is uh, across the country and they deliver to their consumers some of the best viewing experiences you can have and from a league point of view we always want to deliver to our fan unique distinctive uh, once-in-a-kind type of experiences from a football side of things so this marriage between Cineplex and the NFL is really rooted in giving our fans uh, and our consumers something really unique and bringing them into the Cineplex VIP theaters to have a true NFL tailgate experience uh, and watch our games on the big screen is, screen is something that uh, we're very, very excited to, uh, to execute. Yeah, that's, it's, I think it's going to be phenomenal. So one thing that we're doing, working with you guys, and that we're excited about is for the, the screening, we're giving away two tickets on the show. We're giving away two passes to Eagles Cowboys Sunday, November 19. Now, you want to talk about an NFC East battle like as part of the experience, but you also want to see a great game, and that one's going to be lined up. So what we're going to do, David, is have um, people tweet at us at AndyMC81 and at NFL Canada. If you follow both of us and retweet my pinned tweet of the show link, you're going to be entered into a draw. So it's going to be exciting there, and there's going to be, uh, I think it's, what was it, uh, 15, uh, 50 locations for the Super Bowl and 15 theaters across Canada, right? Yeah, that's right. We're starting with the Cineplex VIP theaters over the first uh, seven weeks of games. Uh, that will build to 50 theaters across the country for the Super Bowl next year. Awesome. And it's only, am I reading this right? Is it only five bucks? 
It, it is the the cost is only five dollars. Wow! Uh, but it really gives the fan uh, an incredibly unique experience in the Cineplex settings. Uh, a lot of different prize opportunities. You've indicated the, the ticket giveaways, but we're really trying to turn it into a, a theater event. Uh, experience in partnership between the NFL and Cineplex. And what's really cool with the VIP style, again, for people who either know about it or don't, these are the, the ultra-wide luxury uh, recliner seats. The food up, you, you order it right to your seat, so you can get game day favorites, you know, burgers, boneless chicken wings, tacos, popcorn. Also, hey, if you like to enjoy a, a cold beverage, right? I, I like to have a beer with my football. David, as you know, I'm a I'm a Browns fan, so you know you, you have to have to have a beer sometimes to get through it. But it's, I think <laughs> I think Andy, the best way to think of it, these are almost like club seats in a theater for a game. I love it. Yes. Hey, it's like you're at yeah you're at the field, but without having to be out in the cold, right? You're at the have the, the club seats. Exactly. Wow. So, okay, so we're with Cineplex there, and I know for NFL Canada, you guys have done so much in the community. You had the, the Play 60 returned uh, over the summer, and it was great, and, and just working all through the, uh, through the community there. Um, with the Cineplex deal, though, there's also going to be um, eSports. There's going to be Madden NFL 18 Canadian Challenge uh, competitions and, and things like that. Yeah, the, the the beauty of the relationship between the NFL and Cineplex is Cineplex is a very very large organization. They have their world gaming uh, side of their business that really is the preeminent uh, organizer and event uh, manager of esports and gaming events across North America. And we are kicking off a, a number of different in theater activations with them on our EA Madden 18 uh, game, uh, of which we actually just ran the Canadian. Canadian Championships on the weekend oh. at Cineplex's Rec Room uh, Restaurant and Bar downtown Toronto. Very nice. I've, I haven't been down there, but I hear it's phenomenal. It's supposed to be quite the facility. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tremendous venue, uh, but more importantly, it gave us a, a great venue to bring uh, Canadian gamers together to play uh, NFL Madden 18 uh, in a great setting and actually have a qualifier to now be able to go into the EA Madden 18 majors uh, tournaments. Very nice. And in Toronto, for anybody who wants to check it out, the theaters, it's at Queensway, the Cineplex, the Young and Dundas. That's a great location in Don Mills, so three there. But uh, across Canada. You got several in BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and uh, Quebec as well. So uh, I'm going to be interested to see how, how this all plays out, David, but it seems like it should be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a great experience for anybody who is excited to come out and see the NFL on the biggest screen uh, they can get their hands on to experience uh, in theater tailgate. Uh, events, prizing, giveaways, uh, and to really cheer on their teams in an incredibly unique city. Yeah, it's going to be very cool. And again, you can follow on Twitter, NFL Canada, at NFL Canada. David, thank you so much. Thanks, Andy. Really appreciate the time. All right, that was David Thompson, NFL Canada Managing Director. You heard it right there. So the contest is going to be, we want to send you, check it out, November 19th, Eagles-Cowboys. You know that's going to be a blockbuster. So what it's going to be is... When I pin the tweet with this show link, with TSN4Downs link to my Twitter handle, at AndyMC81, I'll put, lay it all out there. But you got to retweet that link and follow at AndyMC81 and at TSN4Downs. Then you will qualify to win at either to go to see the, uh, the game at Queensway Theatre, Young and Dundas, or Don Mills at the VIP Cineplex Theatres, all courtesy of NFL Canada. All right, now 
A lot more to get to in just a few minutes here. I want to have, uh, we said, some fantasy football questions answered here. So Darren Christensen at AndyMC81 sends Frank Gore or T.Y. Hilton in flex PPR. To me, I'm looking at it this way. Hilton is questionable. Steelers have the second best pass defense. Gore at least is healthy. And Pittsburgh's run D is bottom 10. So I'm going to go with Frank Gore. Because of the health factor there. Also, Scripps, I got a ton of questions asking about Matthew Stafford this week versus various quarterbacks from Jeremy, from Mark, three or four others. Go with Matt Stafford, okay? He's up against my poor Browns. <laughs> the run D is good, though. I, know, I wouldn't be chanting uh, Abdullah or, uh, or Riddick uh, this week because the run defense is very good for the Browns. The pass defense, so th- th- that's what the offense is built around anyway. Go with Stafford. Like, just go with Matt Stafford. Don't overthink it. Go with Stafford. Uh, also got one from uh, at EagleMat07 asking uh, whether to go uh, with the Muhammad Sanu or Stefan Diggs. I'm saying Sanu because the better defensive matchup, he's been the more consistent producer and should benefit from Julio. Again, not really being at 100%. He's been a stud all year as a secondary weapon and has shown he can step up in that fashion. Uh, our DraftKings contest here, Skriz, let's do that. You can get my sleepers at AndyMC81, or you can go to the DK Playbook at DraftKings.com. But here's our contest. You go to DraftFree.com, DraftFree.com. You can win a Domino's, Pizza, Grand Prize, or Cash. Top 48 pays out, Scrizz. We're generous here. Top 48 pays out in our NFL Pick'em Contest at DraftFree.com. So how it works, you have eight tiers. Each one, you pick which player you think is going to have the best week. Simple as that. Then it goes by fantasy scoring. And you could win money or the pizza grand prize. First tier, Fournette, Bell, Brown, or McCoy. I'm going to go with one of the Steelers here. I think Antonio Brown is going to have the bigger game. So I'll Devontae go Brown. Davis is also out for the year. Mm-hmm. Colts corner, so yep. that helps as well. But I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell. You go Bell. I don't think he can really go wrong in that case. No, I don't think so. T2, second group. Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, or A.J. Green. And we just said Kamara Ingram, what a one-two punch. And their fantasy points per game output is .1 difference, Grizz. Hey, it's speaking like of one-two punch, A.J. Green. How, that drives me nuts. Why do you punch somebody who's wearing a helmet? Like, I know That's everyone, insane. Like, the Jaguars are pretty punchable. No one likes the Jaguars. No one likes the Jaguars. But if the guy has a helmet on, you might not want to punch Only bad things. Thing to, no, the, the reverse choke uh, slam. I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, he brought out his inner GSP. Yeah, throw him down. But punching to the helmet is just stupid. Yeah, I'm not so, going to go A.J. Green. Yeah, he's a little too stupid. And the Titans, the defense isn't that bad. I like the Dory Jackson against A.J. Green would be a fun matchup to watch. And Dalton's terrible. I'm going Melvin Gordon just because I think he's the best guy there. I'll go against Buffalo. I'll say I'll say Camara against a very good Buffalo defense. Okay, one more here with the tiers in our DraftKings contest delivered by Domino's. Golden Tate, Howard. It has Mike Evans in there, but he's out, so don't take him. Michael Thomas or Jarek McKinnon? I'm going to go... Uh, you know what? Against Green Bay defense, that Green Bay team's in tatters. It's in Chicago, old-school NFC North matchup. Give me Jordan Howard. Yeah, I like that. that and Howard or McKinnon, I would yeah. go with. And So it's eight tiers, and that's what you do. And then you can win money. You can win grand prize, Domino's Pizza Pack. It's from DraftKings, from Domino's. Go to DraftFree.com. If you missed any of the show, I got you covered, folks. Don't worry. You can get it on iTunes. SoundCloud, the TSN1050.ca show page, or I'll post the link again on Twitter at AndyMC81 and at TSN4Down. So for producer Michael Skrzniak, I'm Andy McNamara. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to TSN4Down.